Eric Spolster there is Heat down 2-1 now. Game four of the NBA Finals tomorrow night after their 109-94 loss to the Heat. P.J. Glasser in tonight, Nick Ashew. Uh, it, was, it was back to P.J. what we expected from the Nuggets. Looking like the better team. Looking like the team that was a number one seed in the Western Conference. But the big thing that stood out to me, the most concerning thing out of all this was that the Heat didn't look tough. They got out-physicaled in the second half. They got out-rebounded 58-33, to and they got nothing from their role players from the outside. And that's what's gotten them to this point. Scott brought this to our attention yesterday. The Heat in the playoffs here. This run, four games in the playoffs, they've shot at least 50% from three. The Golden State Warriors did that four times total in all four of their championship runs combined. So that's how good the Heat have been from the outside. And when it's not falling, and it all becomes this perfect storm of everybody coming together and missing shots, they're in big, big trouble. LeBron James says all the time that the NBA is a miss-or-make league, and he's right. I mean, it's that it's that simple sometimes. So, um, sorry about that. I was going to say, I was like, was that your last? You you know to mute this thing. I know. No, it's it's true, though. I mean, Miami has kind of been living and dying by their shots. We saw it in game two that they... When they make shots, I mean, they're good enough to beat the Nuggets. They're the only team that's been able to beat Denver in Denver. So they're they're gonna not they're gonna keep shooting. They're not changing who they are. That's their strength, especially with this roster, right? I mean, you gotta play Max Struess. You gotta play Duncan Robinson. You gotta let Gabe Vincent keep shooting. You gotta hope that Caleb Martin finds it. Uh, Jimmy Butler needs to be a little better. He was better last night, but he's still missing shots that he's just kind of been making, like the first couple rounds of the playoffs. And they, they just got to find a way to, to kind of contain Jokic somewhat better than, than they have in game one and three. I know it's easier said than done, but it's it's going to be an interesting game four. I told you I like Miami in the game just because we've seen it in the postseason. When they need to get a game, they've gotten it, and I think they can do that in game four. I don't know what Jimmy Butler's numbers are for the finals, but it's clear that they are not what they were through the earlier rounds yes. when he was. He's gone 13, 21, and then 28 points, so he's improved each game. Right, so the 13, Offensive. 21, right. He yeah. had 17 through 2. I remember seeing, you know, 17 PPG. All right, fine. A, a little bit better. He was asked last night about this sort of playoff Jimmy, and, and Pete's talked about it. You know, he's he's scoring. But if you ask him, and they did ask him last night, he's not a score. And I don't know if you heard the soundbite, but the the playoff Jimmy needs to go bye bye. And so did that soundbite. But I, I'll get it for I'm you. Not a score, like just because I score. So there it is. I'm not a score. And then you have to listen to the rest of it. I'm not a score, like just because I score a lot of points one game. It doesn't make you a score. I'm not a volume shooter. I don't do anything. Um, I don't press to score. I only press to win. So. I pass the ball every possession. If we win, I don't care. If I shoot the ball every possession, if we win, I don't care. This playoff Jimmy narrative is not a thing. I just want to win. I want everybody else. So I don't worry about too much other things except for winning. So I, I get it. I get what he's saying. But he is also a scorer. Like, mm-hmm. he is a threat. I, I, but when a player says that, his his whole mindset is, okay, if I need to pass, if other people, if I'm not hitting shots and other people are, then I need to go ahead and I need to do that. Or I need to rebound or I need to play defense or whatever the case is. So I understand what he's where he's coming from there. But that being said, he's still a guy that can go out and get you buckets. That's why he's got the nickname Jimmy Buckets. <sighs> Jimmy is I mean he's got to score for this team to win like you right. just have to and he's saying the right things right I mean like what else is he going to say that's kind of the tone that he's had throughout his whole career that he's had throughout this postseason he's kind of downplaying the playoff Jimmy narrative 
He's playing the team narrative. He wants his team to constantly have that chip on their shoulder. But Jimmy's going to have to score. I mean, this team, they need his scoring. And I, I kind of like where his mindset is at and what he's saying in the fact that he'll do whatever his team needs from him to win, right? If he has to go out there and pass the ball and get 15 assists, he'll do that. If they need him to score 40 points, he'll do that. It's very Jokic-like. I mean, we see Jokic do whatever it needs to take to win. He had a 14-assist game in Game 1. He can have a 20-rebound game. He can have a 40-point game. Whatever it needs to be done to win the game. But Jimmy has to score. The Heat need his scoring, especially because Kayla Martin in this series has been nowhere near what he was in that series against the Celtics. Gabe Vincent, very up and down. He had seven points last night after going for 20 in game two. He's on the list, PJ. Uh, is he? He's on the list for yeah. me now. But Bam yeah. Adebayo, I mean, if you're a Heat fan, like, he's the one silver lining through all of this. It's it's three games now, and Bam has gone over 20 points in each of the three games. He grabbed 17 boards last night, played 41 minutes. I mean, he's going up against Jokic. He's one of the best rebounders in the league, and he is holding his own. Only had two fouls, too, last night. So for Bam to be like the prime defender in the paint against a Nuggets team that has so much size advantage on the wings and you're dealing with Jokic who can go to the foul line whenever he wants, for Bam really not to be in foul trouble either, I, I think is also a big key in this game. So I think Miami's close. Uh, you know, they actually, they obviously have to continue to knock down shots, but I, I just, you know... A lot of people like them coming into Game 3, and now they lost. And people are like, oh, just like we thought. The Nuggets are going to win this in 5. They're going to win this in 6. I, I like the Heat to bounce back in Game 4. You're a scorer if your points are set at 27.5 for Game 4, by the way. And that would be Jimmy Butler. Mm. So now it's even money to the over. That's not a bad MGM, by the way. They don't have all their props up yet. But I need at least one for a reference. Hey, Jimmy Butler, you're a scorer. You are a scorer. But you know what? We've seen this. The, the, what the Heat have done is everything is downplayed, right? Eric Spolstra, wait, 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 turning Jokic into a scorer, that's for the untrained eye. How how dare you say such blasphemy? But in reality, like, these are this is a Heat team that has a ton of confidence because they know exactly what they are. They just don't want to talk about it publicly. The formula for the Heat for the entire playoffs has been slow the game down to a crawl, win you know, kind of through the margins, uh, three-point shooting has to be good has to be efficient take a lot of those shots and play tough and we didn't see that in game three but the difference is is the nuggets can be different teams they can take on different roles they're the switch hitter of the nba they can go from either side of the plate they can do a lot of different things where they can be a three-point shooting team they can put the ball in the post they can slow it down and run the thing through Jokic. they could bring Jokic up as the point guard and have him run that offense you know, they, they can be a lockdown defensive team, especially with somebody like Aaron Gordon, even Contavious Caldwell-Pope. So the Nuggets are more versatile, which means what they can do is they can kind of see where the game's going, and if the Heat are dictating early on what's going on, they say, all right, well, we got to counter for that. Now, the Heat can do anything defensively, but they're, they're one-dimensional when it comes to what they look like on that offensive side of the court. And Bam has been fantastic this series. Bam has been great. Right now, Bam deserves the MVP if they win over Jimmy Butler. I know no it's doubt. not going to happen, but he deserves the MVP over Jimmy Butler. The problem is, you finally had game three where it came down to it was just those two. Like, they're gr glad to have Bam out of bio back. And then you look around and go, well, wait, I guess that's it. So, like, when we head into game four now, I look at this and say, all right, there's going to be at least one of those Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, uh, maybe even Caleb Martin, though I'm going to stay away from him. One of them steps up and gets back to what we've seen at the beginning of the series. Gabe Vincent is who I like. 
I'd be more comfortable with him because we've seen it more consistently throughout the playoffs than Max Struess. But the question then becomes, who else and is that enough for Miami? That's the problem because they do not want to go down 3-1. It's going to be a really tough hole to dig out of. No, must-win game for Miami in Game 4. And just looking at the first three games of this series, the two games Miami have lost, they've been held under 95 points. The one game they did win, they scored 111. Denver scored 104 or more in the three games in this series. I think if you like Miami in Game 4, I think taking their team total over might be a way to go as well. Just because Denver, I think, is going to get theirs. Like, you're not keeping this team under 100 points. Jokic is too good. Nick, they shot 5 for 18 from three-point range in Game 3. Like, that's as bad as they're going to shoot. They only made five three-pointers. Now, they did shoot 51% from the field. They went 41 for 80 from the field. So they did shoot the two very well. Um, But they're going to shoot better from three. So I think if you like the Heat, they're going to have to win a game Probably in the, you know, 108-113 range, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Maybe you like the over. It's dropped down to 210 and a it half. It keeps dropping, and you it keep does. hitting the under easily still. It does keep dropping. And it's not like it's dropping like a point and a half, two points. It's dropping like four. It went from, what, 218? I think it closed to 218 and a half game one. Then down to 214. I think it went as low as 213 and a half game two. Closed at 214. Now we're at 210. Now we're at 210 and a half. I'd be curious to see if that dips under 210. Yeah. So, you know, I was talking about this with the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, I wonder if Vegas and the over is correlated and the Panthers and the under are correlated. And we'll see if that happens again tonight. I love the Panthers and I kind of love the under as well. I'm wondering if in this Heat Nuggets series, if you like the Heat, you got to like an over. And if you like Denver, then you got to like the under potentially, even though Denver could win a higher scoring game. But that's the kind of way Miami's been. Like, if you look at their postseason, most of the games they've been winning, the game has gone over because they've been shooting the ball so well. And that's how they've been able to beat these teams. So maybe just another way to attack this series is you don't want to bet the Heat on the money line. Maybe you just betting over. Maybe you bet a Heat team total over or something like that. Because I'm with you, Nick. I do think, you know, somebody's going to step up for Miami in Game 4. We've just Mm -hmm. seen it time and time again throughout the postseason. When Miami has needed to win a game, they've just, they've done it. And there's no reason for me to think that that's going to change. So I'm riding with them in Game 4. There won't be a market for this guy because there wasn't after Game 1. But I'm just going to at least say the name, Haywood Highsmith. Haywood Highsmith had 18 points in Game 1 and actually was getting some significant minutes at the end of the Eastern Conference Finals. I wouldn't be surprised because you can also, he's strong defensively and he can guard bigger guys. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts to get more minutes. The problem is you could probably only live bet him because you're not going to get anything right now. They didn't give us anything after game one and he's been so all over the place. I don't even know what you would set his points or his rebounds or anything too because the minutes have been all over the place and fluctuating. The problem now with the Heat though, okay, so let's say they decide they go smaller, right? You have more shooters, but then you can't create, you can't convert shots inside, you can't defend Jokic. You can't really keep the Nuggets off the glass. Well, okay, we saw them get out-rebounded 58-33 to 33 last game. Well, what if the Heat decide they want to go bigger this time around? Right, we got to counter Jokic. Big, big points in the paint advantage for the Nuggets in Game 3. And you could tell that was happening because in the first quarter, the Nuggets outscored them in the paint 20-8. to eight. But if you do that, you bring your bigger bodies out, well, you don't really have the offensive firepower because your best players and shooters are all smaller. 
Like, the Heat are just a smaller team, and they're in a really tough spot where if the, if the threes are falling, they can compete with anybody. It really comes down to that. Like, we saw it. That's it. If you can stop Miami from lighting you up from the outside, the Nuggets will not lose another game in this series. If they can hold the Heat to the shooting that they were, barely over 30%, and, and from three, there was they were one point, I think, around 23% during that game. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to do that and you're the Nuggets, you're not losing another game. It's an easy game, isn't it? I mean, it really. I really well, think the easier series, said than done. Let's say it is, so. but but for this series, I really think it's that simple. If the Heat are making their shots, they can hang around. They might even win this series. If they aren't hitting their shots, it's it's going to be tough for them. Gabe Vincent was two for ten from the field last night, but he really struggled to get in a rhythm because he was in foul trouble. He picked up those three fouls in the first half, and he could just never get going. But. It looks like for this series, I mean, the way Bam has played the first three games, he clearly loves this matchup. Mm-hmm. So you got to feel confident if you're a Heat fan that Jimmy and Bam are going to be really good. You, you need that third guy that you were alluding to. And game two is Vincent. So whether that's Love, whether that's Struess, whether that's Vincent, whether that's Martin, whether that's Highsmith, whether Duncan Robinson knocks down six or seven threes, you're going to need that third guy if it's Miami. And, uh, you know, being at home, role players tend to play better at home. The fact that none of the role players really showed up in Game 3, I think you're due for a bounce back here. And, again, the way that this series has just kind of been going with, like, the perception around teams heading into the game, it was like Game 1, Denver's the best team in the NBA, but we're getting 8.5 points with the Heat, who've been great as dogs. Maybe they cover. Denver covers, then game two is like Denver is going to sweep them. They're going to win this thing in five games. Heat went out right. Then they come back to Miami, and it's like, oh, maybe we got a series. The emotional roller coaster. That's how it goes. That's, that's what it was. And we know for sure we won't have Tyler Hero in game four. Ruled out. If they're down 3-1 in this series, though, does he get cleared? Yeah, I was going to. Do you think he plays? I, I don't think, think he plays. I don't think he plays. But I, if they're down 3-1... I wonder if it's tempting. Because the Miami mindset is not going to be, well, it was a good run, guys. We're down 3-1. Let's work on what we got. It's going to be more of what can we throw at them that they haven't seen yet. Yeah. Do you remember when the Warriors were down 3-1 and the Raptors, Durant came back, and then he got hurt yep. in that game. And that's that's the risk. But and a hand is a little close. different than, you know, Achilles. Yes, and no doubt. So, but, you're, I mean, they may have to pull out all the stops if they can. No doubt. Uh, can the Panthers make it a series again tonight? Or is Vegas just too, too much? Game 3 Cup Final look ahead coming up.